This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tossed Popcorn Mini Pops, where two idiots who don't know anything about movies talk to a special guest about how they feel about movies. I'm Sienna Jekyll. And I'm Liana Holston, and today we are joined by comedian and filmmaker Danny Faith Leonard. Danny, hello. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, thank you for being here. First of all, Danny, we'd love to know. I'm loving this podcast voice that we're getting from you right now. Very NPR. <laughs> when you hear the word movies, what do you think? How do you feel about movies in general? I I mean, I love movies. Movies were my original love. Uh, and I I think I I have taken a really strange path within the industry but movies is always what I go back to and um I I love seeing movies I love going to the movies by myself uh which I which was really great during COVID once they reopened the movies Mm. um I I watch movies all the time and um I think like most people I also have my tried and true favorites that I've watched a million times um, right. But that th- those are my general thoughts on movies. Okay, and can can you name a few? <laughs> oh, my my movies oh, that I watched again and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say, if if I had to go with the top five, it would be Beetlejuice, Groundhog okay. Day, 
<laughs> a League of Their Own. Mm, good one. Um, Gina Davis. Baseball. Yeah. Baseball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Women. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Dinosaurs. And Goodfellas. Those would be like the top that I've watched the Crime. most times. <laughs> Maybe my cousin oh, yeah. Minnie. I can add him. Oh there. yeah. Oh yep. Yep, yep. 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 Those are some another baseball term. Big hitters, as as they would <laughs> say in the industry. <laughs> and I'm curious, Danny, when you like go to a movie by yourself, do you have like a, a sort of ritual? Do you get the same snack every time? Do you? What's your vibe? Well, these days, if I go by myself, I'm usually going to Alamo Draft House. Oh, and yes. um, I. I'm a little strange where I kind of, I don't like the ordering during the movie. Like I know that's the whole point of the theater. So I just get, I get like a cold brew at the beginning and I just sip really loudly iced coffee during, <laughs> during the entire movie. What, what time of day do you normally see them? Uh, like a happy hour. Okay. <laughs> like a late afternoon. It's kind of the last, I think, if last hour myself, for cold yeah. brew. Yeah, <laughs> the last acceptable hour. I have never considered that you could have a coffee at the movies. You, well, it's not something that I had ever really thought of either in <laughs> an Alamo draft house in downtown Brooklyn. <laughs> Until wow. now that you can, you do. Yeah. That's a great yeah, idea because it do. really keeps up your energy throughout the two to three hours of the, the piece. So you, I feel like you'd stay they more focused. They have really, really strong coffee there. And the only time that I've regretted it <laughs> was um, the Uncut Gems. <laughs> oh, God. Uncut Gems. I didn't need oh, no. to add to my, like, <laughs> heart-pounding anxiety. Uh, but I did. I did by ordering coffee during the movie. <laughs> People working there must have been like, is this person okay? <laughs> They've just ordered the most caffeinated beverage during the most stressful film of the year. Definitely. Very, very funny. Dang. Well, okay. So you you have seen a lot of movies. You know movies. You have some tried and true favorites. What's your stance on the classics? You know, those movies where people say, oh, you haven't seen this? It's a classic. You got to see it. I um, I have respect for <laughs> the classics. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not going to say that I enjoy watching them. <laughs> Yeah. I think that I think that they're always worthwhile to watch for for one reason or another. But <laughs> um, I, you know, I think during quarantine, like during early quarantine, I I was feeling really nostalgic and it showed in like everything that I did. Um, I I spent a lot of time with my family and uh, we found all of these old workout VHS tapes and DVDs from <laughs> some of them were my mom's like Jane Fonda VHS. Yes. So we were doing all of these old things that we remembered from when we were kids. So I also then ended up watching all of these movies that I hadn't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And not all of the classics hold up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do. <laughs> yeah. So I, I always think that they're worthwhile to watch, but I'm not going to say that I always enjoy the experience yeah sienna have you ever done a a workout video like an like an old school workout video sure yeah (laughs) i have not but did you see it in my eyes that i was like i want to do this (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i did i did see that (laughs) there is this billy blanks taibo workout i have done the taibo workout i'm gonna say say the one that i found was from like 1998 and uh (laughs) 
I had like visible abs in the beginning of quarantine because I was oh doing gosh. these old workouts, but they work. Yeah. Because yeah. it wasn't the goal wasn't to get you to like sign up for a subscription service or something. The workout had to work. Yeah. Like you have wow. one chance for this to work. So like it has to be effective <laughs> because you're only buying this. <laughs> the highest stakes VHS. I think. Yeah. I took an some sort of like after school fitness <laughs> program in the eighth grade. And Ugh. part of the curriculum was doing those Taibo workouts. And was he the one who would, when instructing, would be like, they would do the counts. And then at a certain point he would say, double time now. <laughs> you had to go twice yes. as fast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it's actually like literally impossible to do, yeah. but you try. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just a room full of eighth graders trying to do Taibo. <laughs> It was very chaotic. (laughs) Okay, well, we have an important question for you, Danny, regarding movies, believe it or not. uh, Is there a movie that you have seen in your life where you did not understand the hype around it? Um, so, so many of them. (laughs) Um, and I think, uh, I, I attend a lot of film festivals or it did now they're back so i will again and there are always films that people walk away talking about and sometimes i get it and sometimes i pretend to uh-huh. <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah i feel like especially so at festivals that's a thing. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um and then I, of course i feel that way about all of these movies that i rewatched that um were either things that were popular during my childhood or um you know films that I've had to to watch in in classes before I didn't go to film school so I didn't I didn't have to really suffer through the classics <laughs> in that way yeah um but you know but yeah of course there've been so many films where I I haven't understood the hype there must be a certain extra level of pressure for a filmmaker Mm. When you're participating in these festivals with others to to really just, I can imagine that would be a very stressful uh, experience at times. Well, of course you, because I, first of all, if, especially if I have something that I produced that's in the festival and I know that's being judged too, Oof, um, yeah. I never think that people have to walk away and like it, but I, uh, you know, if I'm going to see a friend's work, I really want to like it. Uh-huh. And uh, and I, of course, like I feel the, the same way about comedy. You never want to go to a friend's show and then have that be one of their bad <laughs> nights. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> because that the conversation afterwards, it's like, do you address it? Worst. Do you not address it? It's it's terrible. Yeah. It's totally terrible. <laughs> I went to a I went to a really bad comedy show a couple of weeks ago, and it oh. it was a show that um, that my friend hosts. And, uh, it, it, it's a show that like requires preparation and work. And you could tell that his guests who came on the show didn't fully prepare. Mm -hmm. Uh. So it really wasn't his fault, but I, I knew that there were executives from a certain streaming service that were in the audience. So it's like, I, I had this like ultimate cringe experience of of like, oh, I know this was high stakes for me. (laughs) Yeah. Ouch. Is there a particular film that jumps out to you in terms of just like, oh, this one I was not for me and I don't understand why others loved it so much? Oh, God. I I have so many of them. But the one that I keep coming back to because it's the it's one that I watched 
so many times when I was young and, and then have rewatched recently. And I was like, what the fuck (laughs) is this movie? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that would be Forrest Gump. Interesting. (gasps) Liana, have you seen this? Have you seen the film? This is, this is on our list at some point. Is it really? Yeah. So we're going to be vague. I, I've seen it sort of in passing on television. Okay. Have you? I have seen it. I have okay. seen it as well. <laughs> okay. So, Just making sure. Danny, you saw it many times before rewatching it. Did you like it pre- in those previous watches? Yes. It mm-hmm. was, Forrest Gump was a movie that I memorized <gasps> when I was young before we went on a family road trip oh. that I would have something to annoy people with. Mm-hmm. And I... I, I mean, I was a very, I was a strange child, obviously. Um, I'm, but I memorized, the, well. I memorized the entire movie. That's amazing. And I still, like, I still have it. Really? I could still, Crazy. Yeah. I could still basically recite the movie Forrest Gump. I don't know why it's so ingrained in my memory. Um, but. I mean, should we hear uh, some? <laughs> I feel like. Can you give Do us you three like, hours right now? <laughs> I, <laughs> I could give you. Uh, I might be able to do the shrimp list. Oh yeah. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> because that, that was the thing that, um, you know, my family was really obviously annoyed that I was doing this on a road trip, but mm. the next vacation we took, we ate at a Bubba Gump shrimp, fine oh. establishment. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Shouts out. uh, they, they come to every table and do Forrest Gump trivia. And if you get everything right, you get like your whole meal is comped, basically. And I was like, all right, family, I know you've been really (gasps) angry with me, but I got this. And I nailed the Forrest Gump trivia and the last thing, because they don't want anyone to be able to do this. And they were like, if you can list all of the shrimp, you get a free, everyone gets a free meal. And I, and I was able to do it. Oh (laughs) my God. That's inspirational. I feel like they you, should move, make a movie about that specifically. Sure. Forrest Gump 2. <laughs> to me, the movie itself to me doesn't hold up very well. Mm-hmm. Well, can we hear this shrimp list? Yeah, I think. <laughs> um, I think This is a first is. for the pod. This is the first time I think we've maybe ever discussed <clears throat> shrimp. This might not be correct, but I think it is. <laughs> shrimp kebab, shrimp creole, shrimp gumbo... Pan fry, deep fry, stir fry, there's pineapple shrimp, lemon shrimp, coconut shrimp, pepper shrimp, shrimp soup, shrimp stew, shrimp salad, (laughs) shrimp and potatoes, shrimp burger, (laughs) shrimp sandwich, and that's just about it. I think that's the list. Yay! (laughs) I probably got like one or two reversed, but... Well, that the, the, the list that... Provided for your family one night. <laughs> exactly. Kibs, food on the table. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That was really impressive. We don't that's have people do talents enough. No, we should have this. like party trick. We should do a party trick <laughs> segment of our mini now, pops. Show us a talent. Does anyone know how to do a flip or anything? <laughs> Imagine like that's my party trick. Like all of the like, women are like tying <laughs> cherry stems with their tongue. And I'm like, I could list the shrimp. Well, coconut anyone, shrimp. <laughs> shrimp and smash? rice. Shrimp and beans. <laughs> One big shrimp. Yeah. I mean, it's memorable. <laughs> that certainly sets you apart. Yeah. <laughs> Question for the group. What are, do you, do you have a, a different party trick? 
You don't have to do it <laughs> right now. I I don't. I don't. I, I have other stupid ones. Um, I could say all 50 states in one breath, but in alphabetical <laughs> order. I don't know why anyone would want to hear that. Um, that's remarkable because that's not really only a display of memorization capability, but it's also a, a display of your just sort of breath control prowess. Yeah, right. there's a lot of bragging in that. In that <laughs> one. It was actually a big brag. Thank you. Sienna, do you have a party trick? I feel like at this point, my party trick is making you do the split. Because <laughs> I found yeah. out, I found out too late in our friendship that Liana can fully do the splits and she never does them for me, <laughs> just as a friend. I don't know why. <laughs> what do you want me like open the door doing the splits? Yes. Come yeah. over? That is exactly what I want. <laughs> I, I would like yeah. to, whenever I enter a room, to just find you I sometimes. I do the splits. <laughs> the splits position. <laughs> ta-da! Hey! <laughs> I don't get enough ta-da's from you. Okay. <laughs> I sing to you all the time. You sing at me. <laughs> I sing at you all the time. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. 
So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Okay, Danny, talk us through when you rewatched Forrest Gump. What was that experience like? And were there certain like moments in the film where you were like, oh, oh no. What missed? I think <laughs> I think it is um, the way that, uh, I, mean, the, I mean, really the whole premise of the movie is that this man stumbles through life and just happens to succeed all the time. <laughs> and uh, I, I think it is like really poignant for today's time. And it, it's like, how impossible it is for a white man to not succeed in America. (laughs) So watching it back, it was like, oh, you accidentally taught Elvis how to dance. (laughs) Great. Um, You accidentally uh, invested in Apple and you accidentally have a really successful shrimp company. Um, That was the brainchild of your friend who who died and uh, you know you're like an accidental war hero and like it's all like it's all an accident and I just feel like that doesn't happen for women and it doesn't happen for minorities but it just it happens for Forrest Gump <laughs> incredibly funny and true you're right <laughs> we talk a lot it's just not fair <laughs> I don't I must have seen it sort of like as a child where a lot of it didn't really land my main takeaway, I think, was that Sally Field ages insanely in the movie. Oh, totally. And she's only <laughs> a couple of years older than Tom Hanks. <laughs> Who is she? In reality. His mom. <laughs> and I guess it's like she plays his mom when he's a kid. And then she also plays his mom when he's Tom Hanks. Um, right. So they just made her super old instead of, I guess, hiring an actress who's that age. No, we don't need more actresses. We'll just make Sally Field uh-huh. old. We really only need one actress. <laughs> That's kind of how the industry feels. They're good with just one actress in each film. Oh, definitely. Mm. I do uh, I do enjoy the phenomenon that is making a restaurant after a movie. Uh, I should also say that the movie Forrest Gump is based on a book. And the book is batshit crazy. <laughs> oh, I bet. It's really, it's a good read if you want to read the craziest thing. But they go (laughs) into that in the like behind the scenes of Forrest Gump on, um, on the movies that made us. So, um, it was good to hear. And like, it, it, it reminded me that, um, when I was, I think I was probably like in middle school and, uh, I decided to get myself the book of Forrest Gump. I actually think it's a series of books. Whoa. Um, but the, I know that the original draft of the movie, like he does a million things in the movie, but yeah. he did like 2 million things in yeah. the original draft <laughs> of the movie. Like he like went to space and like, you know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Important question for the group. What is a restaurant from a movie that you wish was real? I have an answer right away. Very easy. The one from Ratatouille. Ooh, Maybe minus the rats. I, that was <laughs> I was going to say, the <laughs> one thing that sort of distinguishes it, yeah. there are rats everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I want Without them. the rats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm standing by it. I'll take the rats too. Sure. Um, 
I mean, there have been like bars in movies and TV shows where I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could go to that bar. Oh yeah. Uh, it's actually like, I think it's a thought that I have quite often, <laughs> um, but it's like, why wouldn't I? They've set up the ideal conditions for making something look fun. Totally. I, I always liked um, the sugar bowl from Arthur, <laughs> the show for children. <laughs> A, a mm-hmm. cartoon cartoon ice cream always looks so good. Yeah. It it they do something they really they make you I would I would buy that franchise. I would buy into it. I would go. <laughs> Sienna would invest in cartoon ice cream. I would invest. Yeah. Oh, I have a one of my favorite movies is The Birdcage. And you know, they it takes place in South Beach. Mm-hmm. Um but I went to school in Miami. I went to the University of Miami and then um, I, I recently I was in Miami on like a little mini vacation and I always wish that the South Beach from the movie The Birdcage was part of the real South Beach, but it's not like oh. that. That was like a that's a drag show that I would want to go to. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, we now have a very important question. <laughs> that <laughs> Very academic. So it's a real honor to have a filmmaker on the show like, mm-hmm. that we can ask this Super important question, too. We asked you earlier about classic films, and now we'd like to ask you, fuck, Mary kill, Citizen Kane, The Godfather, Casablanca. Okay. <laughs> Marry The Godfather, because I can, I can watch it a lot. My dad is, um, is, reti- is retired, and he, he lives in Florida, and he actually does watch The Godfather every day. So. <laughs> I really thought you so were going to say he's a mob boss. I know that I can do boss. it, too. <laughs> He watches it every day. My dad is the Godfather. Yeah, Yeah, he watches the Godfather. That's crazy. One and two. The full like three hours. Six Um, hours for the full six hours. I well, he. I don't think he watches both of them in a day, but he does watch. (laughs) But he does. He does watch the whole thing. Wow. Yes. Um, So I'm going to marry the Godfather. Um, To make your father proud. I'm gonna yeah exactly finally the day of his daughter's wedding <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fuck Casablanca it's sexy it's got some sexy vibes yeah. I'm gonna kill Citizen Kane because that's one of those movies that I had that I pretended to like <laughs> yeah it's a stupid stupid little film Orson Welles is gonna kill me from beyond the grave Oh, I did want to ask you, what is the, like, vibe at a film festival when everybody's, like, walking out of the theater? Like, where, when do the sort of pretentious takes start? Is it on the way out of your seats? Is it, like, does everybody gather around, like, a bonfire? Or (laughs) how does it work? I, I think that, um... I think it probably starts during the movie. I, like, (laughs) I, what I imagine, because I, I don't think that... Okay, first of all, people don't go see that many movies at film festivals. You like, oh, you, 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 they go to film festivals and they kind of network and, um, mm. or like my general experience has been like I've gone to my own films, I've gone to friends' films, but I don't go to that much. And I think that the pretentiousness starts in the audience. Wow! I think everyone looks around to see how everyone is reacting in the moment, <sighs> oh, and then yeah. I think the film ends, and then everyone looks around and they're like, "Should we stand?" Should, should we, should we get wow. up? Should we, is it, is it standing ovation material? And I think that everyone goes by everyone else's reactions to something to oh see goodness. how excited they could get about it. <laughs> and then if it's at a festival, like, 
like Sundance, let's say, and something sells for like, you know, $10 million to Apple or something Mm. like that, then everyone's got like lots of opinions. And it's always like on the binary, like no one's going to be in the middle and be like, I kind of liked that. They're either going to say, well, I loved that movie. Obviously, obviously, Mm. obviously Mm -hmm. Apple snatched it up because they agreed (laughs) with my opinion. Or if they're bitter about it, then they're like, I don't know what anyone saw in that movie. Oh, God. Yeah. I think that's the the general experience. God, that must be such a trip. What a what a specific environment to be in. Yeah, totally. But it's a it's a really fun environment. And I also I think that festivals have been really important in um, just ensuring that independent films still get made Mm. because there's still this this dream of um, making an independent film and having it go to one of these top festivals and then having it be snatched up. It's not necessarily super realistic as a dream (laughs) anymore, but I, I think that it's still... Um, what enables filmmakers to go out and get investments for, for independent films and like they see some kind of a path. Yeah. Um, and also it's just like a great celebration of a film and I've seen mm. great things and it is exciting when you get to see something before anyone else did. That yeah. is cool. Exclusive. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Feels good to be special. <laughs> Well, we are coming to the end. Um, Danny, we end our normal episodes with thank you, we love you, bye. But on our miniature popcorns, we ask our guest to choose a word in place of bye that they feel sums up the vibe of today's conversation. And then all three of us at the end will say thank you, we love you, and that word. So take a moment, think about any word at all. In the meantime, is there anything that you would like to plug? I, uh, I host a comedy show called Adult Sex Ed. Um, that, uh, I'll be announcing some new dates for soon. And, um, you can find out about that. Uh, probably the best way would be to follow me on social media. I'm at Danny F. Leonard on, um, on most of the platforms. (laughs) Uh, and then I, I have a film called Coast that I produced that, um, that came out on April 8th and is now available on demand. Um, and it's a, a, a great film with a really, really fun soundtrack. And it's a teenage coming of age story that features people from a community that you rarely see on screen. And we filmed it in central California and it's, it's super fun. So I recommend that too. Um, in place of the word goodbye, I was trying to, uh, figure out the way that Forrest Gump would have said goodbye, but (laughs) I, (laughs) I'm not sure that I, I'm not sure that it's landing for me. Um, (laughs) so maybe instead of bye, we'll, we'll just say shrimp. Yeah. (laughs) Feels right. (laughs) Yeah. All right, perfect. Well, thank you everyone so much for tuning in to today's mini pop with Danny Faith Leonard. We will see you next time. Thank you. We, we love, love you. you. Shrimp. Shrimp. <laughs> find us on instagram as at sienna jekyll and at liana holston please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names we put out episodes every tuesday so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode see you next week on tossed popcorn for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 